1: It's Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale can't last. Visit tyrepower.com.au now.
0: Tomorrow morning at 3.30, the All Whites play Peru. It is a warm-up game for the World Cup qualifier against Costa Rica. I caught up with a member of the squad, Tommy Smith, who plays at Colchester United in the UK. Uh, Tommy... Joins us on the line, and Tommy, mate, you're doing it tough in Spain this time of year.
1: I know it's, it's, it's a hard life, but now obviously we're, we're here to work, so uh, it is a beautiful setting, but you know, that's uh, it's, a, it's a good place for us to convene before what is obviously a, a really important time for others, always.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, you've got uh, you know, a great stadium to play a great opponent in. I mean, it, the build up. For the big game against Costa Rica, it doesn't get any better, does it? I mean, being in Espanyol Stadium, those training facilities and with that group of players.
1: Yeah, it, it's absolutely ideal preparation. So obviously there will be no excuses on that side of things. And it's a, it's a really good test to come up against Peru um, to, to get that flow of, of where we are as a team again. Obviously, we've got another one in Oman before the big one. So it will just be a case of, of getting back to, to what we know, what we were good at in the qualifiers
0: and getting that confidence up ready for the big one. In terms of uh, Peru, I mean, you played last time that the All Whites played Peru, which was quite different circumstances. It was a World Cup playoff, and it was in, uh, you know, home and away, and you were in Peru. Uh, ha- what are your memories of, of that time, and what can you guys as a team take out of that into this game?
1: Yeah, obviously the the dynamics of it uh, are very different, because obviously that's the home and away uh, playoff. Whereas this one is going to be a one-off at a neutral venue, so that changes things drastically. Uh, there's no home advantage for either team, and uh, but obviously Peru were, were a very good side. We felt like we probably should have edged the home game uh, in Wellington. Um, didn't capitalise on some half chances that we had there, and then they punished us at, at their place, which was a, a raucous atmosphere. You know, probably one of the, the best atmospheres I've experienced. Definitely up there, and. You know, the, the stadium, Espanol Stadium hear here is going to be packed and the majority of them are going to be following Peru and it's going to be a good atmosphere to be involved in
0: once again. Uh, in terms of the plan going into this game, obviously it's different from last time because there was World Cup qualification on the line last time. This time it's getting prepared for that. So uh, what's the mind, th- mind uh, doing here and, and what's the process you guys are going through in terms of how you approach the game?
1: Well, there's, there's places up for grabs, first and foremost. So it's obviously the, the ones that do get the nod to play against Peru are going to be playing for their shirt uh, to be involved in, in the game against Costa Rica. So, you know, the competition for places within the squad now is as tough as it's ever been since I've been in, involved in the all Whites, And um, it is testament to, obviously, New Zealand football that are producing players of this calibre now. And uh, obviously, a lot of those players are going on to have good careers overseas. Uh, but obviously, that that first game is is to get us back playing the way we know we can play. You know, tactically, we we've, we've got an identity now that we want to try and stick to. Um, and obviously, Peru will will provide a, a stern opposition to test that against.
0: You can do what you can do, right? I mean, you you can control how you guys play. How much at the moment, given that this game is a means to an end with Costa Rica, how much are you looking at tapes of Costa Rica and going, this is where we can hurt them. Let's try and pull this off here.
1: Yeah, listen. We're doing training sessions that are geared towards Costa Rica. We're also doing training sessions that are looking at Peru and what differences they do have to Costa Rica. So um, the planning is there's no stone being left unturned. You know, we're looking at video every single day uh, of how we can hurt them, how we can stop them hurting us. Um, And you know, we'll be confident going into it for sure. But obviously, these two games are going to be a really good indicator of where we're at, not just as a team, but individually as well. You know, players are coming from different scenarios within their club environment. Some some players are mid-season, some players have, have finished their season, have had a couple of weeks of, of no football like myself. So it's going to be uh, a test of how up to speed we are and, and again, putting our best foot forward uh, to try and claim a shirt for the big game.
0: Tommy, you're at Colchester United at the moment. I know you've got a year left on your deal there. Uh, you're 32, so you've still got a few years, years in the pro game left. Do you, do you feel like you could still play at a higher level than, than League Two, where you are at the moment?
1: Yeah, for sure. I always back my ability. You know, uh, Colchester is a good club. And um, obviously, when I signed for them, it was the middle of COVID. And my wife was pregnant at the time. So a lot of that was dictated by the fact that we didn't want to be stuck away from a support network. Um, so it's only 35 minutes from our home in Ipswich, which we kept on when even when we were living in America. Um, so it's a good club, but obviously the goal when I signed there was to try and get promoted with them. It hasn't worked out as such as yet, but we've got a good group there now and the, the new manager that's come in in January is very good. So we're hoping that Next coming season, we we can give it a right good go and be towards the top end of the table. And then, obviously, that leads to to playing at a higher level again.
0: Yeah, those English leagues, uh, I mean, everybody talks about the Premier League, but, man, you know, I watch the Championship most weeks uh, and then I, you know, catch highlights of League One, League Two. Those leagues are so damn hard to get out of, aren't they? So many big clubs all trying to to go the same direction.
1: Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And... um, the season sort of revolves around the actual season as well. You know, the first couple of months of the season where the weather's quite nice, the pitches are good. um, And then suddenly when the winter sets in, pitches sort of turn to mersh and the style of football changes uh, for those few months of the the winter season. And then you get back to the the back end two months and then the pitches are fine again. So it's, it's a bit of a roller coaster in terms of conditions that you play in. Uh, conditions of playing surfaces and the way teams play to, to combat those conditions
0: Hey Tommy, uh, I'd like to uh, get to know you a little bit better with a quick 5 five questions if we can. Yeah, no problem Alright mate, um, who is your favourite US President and is it Thomas Jefferson?
1: <laughs> well obviously uh, that's that's my name so uh, I'll probably have to go with him Yeah, I, I don't know too much about him other than that he was one of the founding fathers and um, he's got a great name
0: he does. That would have helped at Colorado going going across the border there when they looked at that. a uh, have you got an American parent somewhere? Yeah. Where did that? Were you named after Thomas Jefferson, the third American president?
1: Yeah, I was, but I don't think it was through any American connection. I think it was just that my my dad had lived in America for a period of time. I think he just picked it up from there, and uh, because it was a little bit different, not many other kids have that uh, middle name, so. Yeah, I think that's just what, what the thought process was.
0: All right, mate. Hey, listen, if we grab your phone and flick it onto your Spotify account, what was the last song played, do you reckon?
1: Oh, I could almost guarantee that it would probably have been Baby White Noise playing less to try and get my little boy to sleep.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, it means to an end, mate, it means to an end. It's just, I, I thought you <laughs> might I thought you might have said Ed Sheeran for a minute, but uh, but thankfully, no, I think White Noise is preferable. Hey uh, yeah, Tommy, if you've got a night off, mate, it's just uh, you know you and the family heading the couch. What's your go-to comfort food?
1: Uh, well, living in the UK, uh, the go-to takeaway would be a Nando's. Um, obviously, a bit of glorified chicken and chips, really. Um, <laughs> but you can't you can't beat that in front of the TV watching a bit of Netflix. No,
0: you can't, mate. What, what's your uh, what's your favourite other sport?
1: hundred uh, percent golf. Um, I've played it for. Uh, donkey's year now and I'm I'm starting to get that bug where I want to try and practice and get better but I obviously know that I don't want to sacrifice my football for it just yet so it's certainly something that once I finish playing professional football I will take up a lot more seriously but I do try and play as often as time allows me
0: what are you playing off at the moment
1: uh officially 13.6 what's your what's your
0: favourite movie of all time mate oh that's a
1: good question um Depends what genre, genre you're going for, really, and um, probably I like the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Gotta be honest, uh, I sort of I grew up reading the books, and then as I sort of got older, the, the movies started to come out. So they're probably up there for me.
0: Nice, uh, and Tommy. Finally, uh, last question: Who's the most uh, famous person you've met?
1: Uh, again, another another tough question.
0: You, you can't say Chris Wood.
1: <laughs> I'd say possibly
0: Didier Drogba. Didier Drogba, nice, nice. That's a great shout. Actually, I, I did, and I did say
1: from playing. We're going to go playing again. So I sat in the drug testing room with Cristiano Ronaldo, but that probably trumps Didier Drogba. But away from football, was probably Didier.
0: You're right. I was going to say one of the one of the best nicknames in football I've heard is uh, Ross Stewart, the striker for Sunderland. Uh, he's also a Scottish international. Is known as the Loch Ness Drogba. Did you know that? fast. I didn't know that one. That's class. Tommy, thanks very much for uh, for chatting, mate. I really appreciate it. Best of luck against uh, Peru on Monday morning, New Zealand time, and of course uh, the lead-up to Costa Rica as well. Fingers crossed, next time I'm talking to you it's because uh, we're getting ready for Qatar 2022 to kick off.
1: Let's hope so. Thanks, Ricardo.